when was I first attracted to balloons? This is a really difficult question to answer. I have these memories of sitting on balloons and then I have this memory of my mum saying something like, stop playing with your body or something like that. And it was something like disturbing about the way she said it. And then eventually, like by the time I got to 19, 20 years old, I saw pictures of a guy sitting on inflatables and I found it really arousing. And I thought, oh, I must be into black guys. That's the whole thing here. And then I'm like saying that and I'm looking at the ping, like it was a penguin, an inflatable penguin. And I thought, all right, just admit it to yourself. And it was a while till I actually dared to like Google balloon fetish. We're gonna have to slap the dirty little Jap And Uncle Sam's the guy who can do it We'll skin that streak of yellow from the sneaky little fella And he'll think a cyclone struck him when we're through it We'll take that double-crosser to the old woodshed We'll start right on his bottom and we'll go to his head When we get done with him, he'll wish that he was dead We've gotta slap a dirty little Jap Uncle Sam's a man who's given a helping hand to many a foreign land, don't forget it. But when somebody goes to trompin' on his toes, they'd better guard their nose or they'll regret it. We're gonna have to slap the dirty little Jap, and Uncle Sam's a guy who can do it. The Japs and all their hooey will be changed into chop suey, and the rising sun will set when we get through it. Their alibi for fighting is to save their face For ancestors waiting in celestial space We'll kick their precious face down to the other place We gotta slap the dirty little Jap We're gonna have to slap the dirty little Jap And Uncle Sam's the guy who can do it I wouldn't fool you, mister, he can raise an awful blister And somebody's pants will burn before we're through it We'll reach across the ocean and grab that yellow Jap And turn him upside down right on democracy's lap We'll blister his axis and do it with a snap We gotta slap a dirty little Jap Uncle Sam is mild, as peaceful as a child But never get him riled or you will rue it so now they want to fight. Well, they've bit off quite a bite. And Uncle Sam is going to make them chew it. We're going to have to slap the dirty little Jap. And Uncle Sam's the guy who can do it. Cause it really is a feature when he starts to be a teacher. We can show you several pupils who've been through it. Uncle Sam believes in the golden rule. But when he's double-crossed, he's got a kick like a mule. We're warning Hitler's too, but Sam's a fighting fool. We gotta slap the dirty little Jap. This is Ross Punk, and welcome to Drop the Biscuit. This week, I've got a special guest in, uh, Mr. Paul Sanarski, who's a, a long-time friend and who's supplied this week's podcast. Welcome aboard, Paul. Lovely to be here, Ross. Um, we had a brief conversation the other day. Um, do, do you want to tell us? Um, Sadly, lost in the ethers of the universe, but yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. 
Certainly. I'm uh, originally from Brixton, uh, 1963, which was uh, a very different place to uh, where I am now in Greenwich. But um, that's basically where I was born. I grew up in South London. Um, I spent most of my childhood in Forest Hill, uh, where I went to school in Sydenham, uh, Elliot Bank, with um, Rolf Harris's daughter, Bindi, to bring it up to date. And Bindi was in my class at school. And that sort of gives you an idea of the circle of people um, that I sort of grew up with. And then my dad got a job um, in America, working at uh, the Institute of Health, um, doing cancer research. And so he went there in 1970 and lived there till 72 in Maryland, where I was lucky enough to have um, um, a best friend um, who was basically the sort of hippest black guy in the neighborhood. And um, because I wasn't what they call a cracker, which is one of the rednecks, I was an English boy. And this is just before the Beatles broke up. I was sort of um, quite hip, you know, so I was, I was allowed to go to all these black dudes uh, in Washington DC, which was great fun. They used to make me lie down on the back seat as we used to go into the ghetto. And then they used to sort of spring me out. <laughs> I'd end up in a barbecue somewhere and there'd be all these cats with like amazing afros and, you know, really just super fly clothes, you, you know, like sort of soul train. It was, it was quite an experience. And then 72 came back to Forest Hill and um, sort of, uh, you know, that sort of South London scene and then uh, my my parents moved down to Faversham in Kent which I don't know if you know Faversham well but, hence that's where we met up didn't and we? this is where we our story starts isn't it I mean yes. would you like to say something about Faversham <laughs> uh, not, not particularly no I've got I haven't got the fondest memories of Faversham um, as Lou Reed would say it was one of those places where you want to get out of alright everybody Let's get together and have a policy. Sitting in the classroom, feel your heart going boom. Start to get the feeling, and your head begin to reeling. You can't hear what the teacher's saying. The things are going down about the rock roll dance of town. You know I just gotta hear that man play. Tonight, tonight, tonight.
let that boy fool you with me Cause it's in him and it got to come out And when I heard that, you know I felt so good They called her the Henry Swing Club. Well, I decided I'd drop by there that night. And when I got there, I said, Yes, people! You know, you really have no ball. And that ain't all. They said, Yes, I know.
so loud and all the amps couldn't take it but now we got these amps that they they could they really they they work you know we can really push them and we could blow this place apart if we wanted to we'd set up everything
How many people? Oh, about 200. Well, they'd all be famous names. I'd love to kill Mick Jagger on film, but I bet he'd never do it because his ego would be deflated or something absurd. Might be good for his public image. Yeah. So who else is on the list then? On the goner list? Oh, it's endless, believe me. 
it's easier to list the people I don't want to kill. A serious thing. All five of them. <laughs> so how how you <laughs> so how are you um, going to go about this massacre? I don't know. I just want to make a film of it. On film, I'd like to kill Jimmy Savile. I think he's a hypocrite. I bet he's into all kinds of seediness that we all know about but are not allowed to talk about. I know some rumours. <laughs> yeah, people always tell you things, don't they? Ain't I a bitch, eh, don't you think?
whole thing at the time, you were kind of really into the whole rock and roll thing, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, well, see, the thing is, where I was coming from, um, I, I, I was disenchanted with the whole prog thing, because I'd been a, a big glam fan. I, I, I loved, of course, Gary Glitter, like we all do, and, and T-Rex, and Ziggy Stardust, and Roxy Music, and the Arrows, and Sweet, and Slade, and which Susie Crotcho. kind of thing that All I that stuff. Well. You know, I loved all that stuff, and it was all sort of basically loosely based on 50s rock and roll. And uh, that sort of sort of got me into it. And then, as glam died out, there was this sort of void, wasn't there? Before punk happened, there was this sort of very sort of awful. I think the most awful period in music, really, probably about '75, where there was just this really dreadful um, sort of singer-songwriter James Taylor type stuff, and then all this awful prog stuff. Thank you. 
the thing with balloons is like it's more arousing where you have to kind of pop the balloon or at least I have to have a feeling of this balloon is going to pop like I can't cheat it and when that happens then the arousal goes up and there's eventually this stage where the anxiety is completely gone and then it's like popping spree.
Yeah, I mean, basically, when you know, as a teenager, I got into rock and roll. I got into the roots of rock and roll, which is the blues, you know, and country and gospel and all that kind of stuff, you know. And so I just, I just basically sort of started branching out and just getting into whatever was around Cajun, Zydeco, you know, bebop. It didn't really matter. Um, but American music had a big hold for me. I really didn't discover English music till till later because English music to me in the 60s, you know, when I was a, when I was a little boy, was like Herman's Hermits, uh, Freddie and the Dreamers, uh, you know, Jerry and the Pacemakers. It wasn't the pretty things and the Yardbirds and all that kind of thing. It was the, it was the stuff we got on the kids' programs. When the sun goes down and the moon comes up. <laughs> I turn into a teenage goo-goo muck I cruise through the city and I roam the streets Looking for something that is nice to eat You'd better duck when I show up The goo-goo muck I'm the night head hunter looking for a head With the way out body underneath that head I'll get you baby with a little luck I'm a teenage tiger and a cuckoo muck Show up the goo goo muck. The jungle and I'm a beast A teenage tiger looking for a feast I want the most and still I'll take the least I'm the Gookumuck tiger and a teenage beast Show up the Google Mac and thanks, baby, like I've been
Now then, now then, now then, guys and gals, guys and gals, guys and gals, we have had a lovely, lovely, lovely letter from a lovely Scottish comedian who writes, Dear Jim, I am a long-haired Scottish psychopath, extremely bitter, never was, has been, who is too stupid to know when his career is finally over. Can you fix it for me to have lots of lovely, 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 lovely people come to my lovely, lovely, lovely comedy show at the Leicester Square Theatre in December? Check website for details. By playing a lovely, controversial audio clip from my 1987 album, Gobshite. Well, Mr. Sandwich, your wish is my command, you... Honestly... There's so much happening in the news, it's very hard to keep track of things. Like, there's been serious allegations in the news of child abuse in Cleveland. Serious allegations of child abuse in Cleveland. Now, to my mind, there's only one way of finding out whether it's true or not. And that is to call in Jimmy Savile! <laughs> I mean, what, you can't afford to fuck about it? Bring in an expert! <laughs> Am I right? I mean, a friend of mine reckons that Jimmy Savile's a paedophile. Rubbish, he's a child bender! That's why he does all the fucking charity work. It's to gain public sympathy for when his fucking case comes up. <laughs> I've always known that. Aye, aye, aye. You might be able to fool you, not fucking me, I'll tell you that. This is a fucking fool, the big-nosed Jewish bastard over here, I'll tell you that. I've always thought if you could take the action of a wank and turn it into a voice, you'd get Jimmy Savile, wouldn't you? No, 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 lovely, lovely, lovely. Oh, 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 lovely, young Billy. And uh, just on a very personal note, can I just say that, although a lot of people will think that I've been awfully naughty, can I just say that all the 300 children I had sex with, most of them were dead and all of them were white. So, going through this playlist that you supplied, yes. I don't know if you can remember any of the stuff that you put on there. Obviously, we've got things like spades doing you're gonna miss me yeah which is the original version of exactly it. well i thought that'd be interesting you, you know you see what rocky had that voice right from day one yeah and then you've got things like you know jack scott rocket in my pocket which is just a fantastic record though. yeah and we're talking about cramps uh territory there aren't they with things yeah. like the way i walk yeah and we've got things like in this playlist like goo goo mark and the way i walk yeah like yeah said. So we've got all of the kind of cramps references. Because the cramps were a huge influence on me, you know, I'm sure on all of us, weren't they? Well, they were a huge influence. Let's give a let's let's give a fucking hand to Lux Interior and Poison Ivy, you know, because really they have. I really don't think they get their due, you know. No. Yeah, I, I really think Lux and Ivy, although we we all know that they're fucking brilliant, but I really don't think in the in the mainstream of rock and roll they really. You, you know, people are more familiar with someone like Motorhead. I don't begrudge them that at all, because I love Motorhead. But they should be, at, they really should be at that level, shouldn't they? In the public consciousness, you know. The way I walk is just the way I walk. The way I talk is just the way I talk. The way I smile is just the way I smile. Touch me, baby, and I'll go hog wild. The way I love is just the way I love Come on and be my little turtle dove Touch me baby, feel so good I feel as though I wanna then I don't know if I should Come blossom Just a little more 
um, a range of singles that they, they like to listen to, which is basically 50s rock and roll like Eddie Cochran, and, and then, you know, 60s bands like the Small Faces, and um, they, they like the Garage Bands, and they, they had a particular craving for um, a record by a British singer called Dave Berry, called um, Don't Give Me No Lip Child. Yes. Which was the B-side of a big hit called The Crying Game.
show you how to record some of your vinyl stuff in yes. this format yes and you know have a really good long think and, and put some of that kind of stuff down because I know you still keep your collection up to date don't you yeah absolutely okay <laughs> still sniff the old vinyl alright listen I'm, I'm going to hang up now if you'd like to make a call please hang up and try again if you need help hang up and then dial your operator Thank you. 